<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. The Philadelphia 76ers have put the league on notice. They are for real. James Harden is good at basketball. Would you believe that, ladies and gentlemen? They said he was fat. They said he was lazy. He's got nothing else. Now, look, I'm going to overreact because I'm so excited. The minute I saw James Harden in that white Sixers uniform getting the ball for the first time in the three-point line, I got the I got butterflies. I, I felt like a little kid again. It felt like watching Allen Iverson again. We're not comparing James Harden and Allen Iverson here, people. It is the emotions that we are feeling here. And this, to me, tonight was just a little bit of a taste. This is all it was, a little bit of a taste. There's still a lot of work left to be done, but this is the sample size. This was the appy, as my girl would say. This is the appy to what we're about to in the Philadelphia 76ers. And it's not even just about the performance of James Harden because he did put in work tonight against this. I got some words for the Timberwolves a little bit later. I'll talk, we'll talk about that. But he he's unlocked a new level for every single player on this roster. Everybody stepped up here tonight. Everybody pl played a free-flowing basketball. You got Joel Embiid, the biggest smile I've seen him have since Jimmy Butler was here. Oh, my God. If you are a Sixers fan, you should be super ecstatic and super excited for what we're about to witness. This is going to be some grade A basketball, and you literally cannot tell me that we haven't, we've had a guard to the, it, with the capabilities that James Harden is, that has right now since one Allen Iverson. I am so freaking excited for this. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Sixers versus Timberwolves live game recap. I'm your boy, El Parcero Philly. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Uh, real quick, guys, before we dive into today, if you are new to this channel and you enjoy the content, do me the solid. Hit that like button so we can push us out there. And, of course, if you are a Philly sports fan, consider joining the family by subscribing to the channel. Both channels. We're on We're on uh, El Parcero Philly's YouTube channel. We're on SME. I subscribe to both. We do Philly sports all the damn time on here. Of course, you can find all these videos, all these live game recaps, rebroadcasted podcast form. You can find that under Oi Philly Sports. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Today, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna try something a little bit different. All right. I want to hear from you guys. All right. This is as big of a moment to my for myself that is for you guys. So I want to hear from you. So in about 10 minutes, in 10 minutes, we will be putting out the link to this to this uh, stream yard. You guys can come on in. I will give you guys some time to let me know your thoughts, and then we'll keep it moving as so. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know how you guys are feeling today. It was a big win. All right, This is a monumental moment in Sixers history. We witnessed the first game under James Harden, so I want to hear from you. So that goes for you. What's up, TikTok? I didn't even say hello to TikTok. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for tuning on in, guys. Make sure you guys keep tapping that screen away. And make sure you guys follow as we fill this all day. So join, join on the family. Venga familia, pa, y mama. And of course, guys, as well, if you guys want to hop on in on YouTube as well, I, I will put the link out in 10 minutes and you guys can hop on in and let me know your guys' thoughts so we could discuss this Sixers game here tonight. So uh, tune in in just a second. But we're keeping it Sixers, guys. Strictly Sixers. Strictly Sixers tonight. Um, all right, guys, let's get into tonight's game recap. And. It's obviously been a minute since we've seen the Sixers since that great game it was a Thursday night against the Milwaukee Bucks. And we kind of saw a little bit of what the remnants of Harden has been doing to this team. You saw 
Great performances by George's Niang, Tyrese Maxey, and you can clearly tell that James Harden has had a little bit of an influence on some of these players. And if you guys follow the Sixers social media throughout the week, you see the pictures, James Harden hanging out with Maxi and Obi. You got the you got the three you got the three hanging out together when the all-white practice uniforms in Minnesota, uh Tobias, James, and Joel. You got uh Joel and James working after practice one-on-ones. You got Joel working on his step back three. You, you got uh you got James Harden trying to hit the fadeaway from behind the basket on and it was all exciting and we're all anticipating this moment because we haven't had a player of this magnitude. Obviously Joel and beat, but Joel's a big. It's a little bit different when it's a big, but this is a guard who has already proved himself for years in this league as being one of the premier scorers. And now he is and we get to finally watch. We had to wait a little bit. We got to finally watch him against the Timberwolves. And and you know, kudos was a little crowd. There was a lot of Sixers fans, I will say that as well, but got into it a little bit in the in the first half. There was some bad officiating in general throughout this game. Um, you guys know me, I'm not one to blame officiating, but there was some questionable calls throughout the games, um, especially on Joel and uh, on the Sixers, I would say, not just Joel and B, but I digress. I'm not breaking down. We're not breaking down calls here. We're talking we're talking basketball here, ladies and gentlemen. But there was a moment where this the, the Timberwolves fans are yelling out, ref, you suck, ref, you suck. And I was like, whoa, when did Minnesota fans started getting all, all outspoken and such? This ain't like Minnesota, but... It, 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 the atmosphere was definitely there, and I, it's, it's obvious. You know, there was a lot of people that wanted to come in and watch James Harden and the Sixers team, not just Sixers fans. There's casual basketball fans throughout this country, and and you could you could clearly tell in the front row that was kind of what was going on. People excited to see what James Harden would look like. This is an exciting moment, not just for the Sixers in general. This is one of the best bigs right now, teaming up with one of the best scorers, in the past decade, we'll see for right now. He's got a lot to prove for himself right now, but this is exciting stuff to watch. So in the beginning of this game, it, it was a little bit back and forth. Minnesota got themselves a little bit of lead, but let's say around eight minutes into this, into this quarter, the Sixers buckled down and got their crap together. And look, no one, I think to, today, what was more surpri- uh, surprising is throughout the game, they slowly started to figure out playing with one another. In the beginning, it was a little, it looked a little discombobulated. But as the game went on, it, it, it was like it wasn't just like that. They started figuring each other out. Again, James seemed to get the best out of everyone, and it happened throughout the whole entire game. Joel obviously did what we all anticipate. This Joel's been doing the same thing throughout the entire season. But then you got Tyrese Maxey. Literally, I, 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 we talked about it leading up to this. I really felt like Tobias Harris was going to be that third, that third score behind Joel and and James, and he was going to get a lot of open looks. And what I felt like more so tonight from uh, from Tobias Harris, he defensively did a really really good job, um, but he just made nice off ball moves, and it was getting other people open. And and Tyrese Maxey started again feeling himself, and I was I was very critical of how. Possibly James and Tyrese would be able to play backcourt. It worked worked out perfectly, like it literally perfectly. And there was instances where James is just like notices Maxie's hot, and he's just literally handing up off the ball like he's Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. It's like here, go ahead, and then Tyrese is just blowing by all the defenders in in the um. Uh, right, right up the paint, and he's getting hitting guys with euro steps, and 
it, it was very, very impressive to see. And Tyree Smacks, he tonight finishes with 28 points, 12 of 16 from the field, 2 of 3 from the three-point line, perfect from the free-throw line. And, and Tyrese is, 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 to me, besides Joel Embiid, obviously, but Tyrese has been the main contributor of uh, James Harden. I would honestly argue that he's been the most important contributor to this James Harden trade. You could clearly see there is this chemistry. James is really putting Tyrese under his wing, and, and, and you can clearly tell. We saw it in the Milwaukee game. You saw it here tonight, and Tyrese Maxey's taking his game to another level, which is in, truly incredible for a 21-year-old second-year player in this league. It's crazy. It, it is absolutely crazy, but Tyrese with a fantastic game here tonight. Um, of course, like I mentioned, Joel Embiid, he had 34 points uh, tonight, and being able to play with James Harden, he's been waiting for this moment. Uh, you, again, you saw the smile on his face. He was having so much fun out there, and he started off a little slow as well. Um, he was at, he he had uh, two missed free throws early on in, into this game, and no, Joel, he's not one to miss many free throws, and he was a little bit he, he was a little bit inefficient. But as the game went on, it's Joel and B. He eventually finds his way in, into getting back into the game. And he was 10 of 18 from the field tonight, uh, 3 of 5 from the three-point line, 11 of 13 from the free throw, like I mentioned. Uh, 10 boards here tonight. So he got himself a nice little double-double with 30 points, 30-plus uh, points. It, it's Joel Embiid is really – this is going to be so much fun to watch him and James Harden. They started working a little bit of the pick-and-roll. You saw some pick-and-pop as well. Um, the lob game is something I want to continue seeing them improve upon. The thing is, is that Joel really hasn't had that with a guard. And it's crazy because he played with Ben Simmons, and we all know Ben Simmons is a great facilitator. But Ben never really uh, – Ben and Joel never really worked on, on that on that alley-oop game. Like, it's crazy. As good a facilitator uh, Ben Simmons was, he never – him and Joel never had that. And I always wonder why. But now with James Harden here, they're going to be able to work on that. And that's going to add another facet to this offense. There's so many different things that you can do with Joel Embiid and James Harden. And Doc Rivers kind of mentioned it in the press con press conference. Running those pick and rolls with James, that really is the, when he's at his most dangerous. And then having Joel Embiid play uh, ISO in the in the post. And that that's is that is when he's at his most dangerous. We know Joel Embiid can do a lot on basketball court, but we're talking about what's the most dangerous part of Joel Embiid's game. That is getting Joel at on in the post, working one on one with someone. And look, now when guys throw double teams at the Sixers at Joel Embiid, he could dish it out to James Harden. He could dish it out to Tyrese Maxey. If you double team James Harden, he could dish it out to Joel Embiid. He could dish it out. To, so teams are screwed right now. Okay, they are absolutely screwed right now. Like, how do you stop this? If these guys are on, how do you stop? Okay, so let's say James and Joel are having an off game. Then you got Tyrese Maxey, who is fantastic at ball handling. And, and, and the thing was, Tyrese started at the one tonight, and James started at the two. And they would switch back and forth. But you can have Tyrese Maxey ball handling. That's when he's at his most dangerous, driving, hitting those floaters. He had like two or three floaters here tonight as well. Um, and, and, and there's just unlimited options here for the Sixers. Tobias Harris, uh, look, he's going to find his way into this offense, and there's going to be nights where... He's gonna he's gonna go off for thirty points like that's just Tobias Harris's game. But for right now, Tyrese Maxey is the third option. Tyrese Maxey is the third option, and it is it is absolutely crazy that we're thinking about. That. And and look for the people who say throw Tobias Harris out, uh, trade and get rid of him, cut him. Like he's gonna be important. And defensively, he was really efficient here tonight. 
I, I thought he did a great job uh, defensively uh, tonight. I don't think who, who was it that. Uh, well, he he had he his his job tonight was pretty much guarding uh, Jared uh, Jared Vanderbilt. But but I will say that there were instances where he would go up against Carl Anthony Towns, and he did handle his own against Carl Anthony Towns. That they the the Timberwolves started decided to start running a little bit of a smaller ball lineup here tonight. Clear, uh, clear, because Finch, Finch is, comes from the nurses' book uh, or uh, coaching tree, and they don't really like run too many small ball uh, type of offenses or yeah type of lineups. But this, but uh, to, for overall with Tobias Harris, the defense is going to be crucial here for him. But again, like he's going to have those nights, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out on Tobias Harris. Have a six spot on his on his uh as far as his final points here. He was still a plus twenty four, right? And defensively, he still did contribute. And he he's his off ball movement was great as well, getting guys open. But uh, Matisse Thibault, surprisingly enough, had eleven points here tonight. Um, he was four seven from the field. He did knock down one three, uh, seven boards, three steals again tonight. And the Sixers oh, had had eleven. I think that no, it was eleven or ten. I'm pretty sure it was eleven, but. Um, the Sixers tonight did a great job of creating a lot of turnovers here against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. And it was a lot of anticipation, a lot of uh, Tyree, because uh, I believe between Tyrese, Tyrese had three, like I mentioned, and, and Tyree, uh, Matisse had three, Tyrese had four, a little bit of a tongue twister with those two, seven, 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 turn, uh, seven steals between both of those guys. And they were just anticipating from the perimeter, from the three-point line, uh, Minnesota did a sloppy job of passing uh, from behind the three-point line, and both those guys great jobs anticipating. And and that to me, like that was another part of this this team that I really haven't seen. Like everything's been turned up to another level with James Harding in this year tonight. Um, Matisse Thibel, number that was a great job at the end of the first half, getting that dunk right at the buzzer, right, and then we get the first play of the second half for the Sixers. He hits a three from the from from the corner, and for Matisse, just continue building that offensive game. We know what your defensive game is, but we got to continue getting that uh, that def that um offensive game built. Um, as far as the bench goes, Furkan uh, Korkmaz to me was the biggest surprise. Leading up to this game, there was a lot of talk of what would the bench look like, who would be those wing players. Shake Milton was it was pretty much the eighth guy behind uh, Danny Green, essentially in George's knee. But now, after watching tonight, and if this continues happening, Furkan might take uh, Shake Milton's spot on the bench. And we know we know what it is with Furkan Korkmaz when he's playing with high energy and he's playing with confidence. That's when he's at his best. But again, when he's hot, he's hot. When he's cold, he's cold. But if Furkan can play like this, and I and I thought he had a solid production for his 16 minutes. Again, like the stats aren't always everything, guys. Like the 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 aren't always everything. He still had a 31 point uh 31 point uh win tonight. So the final to so the final points aren't always going to be everything. You got to do the little things as well to win championships. And for right now, Furkan Korkmaz has jumped. Um. Shake Milton, in, as far as the the, uh, the rotation goes here, as uh, as well. Danny Green had six points. He knocked down two threes. Uh, George Niang had one three here tonight. Um, only played fifteen minutes though. And the most impressive part. So obviously we we pretty much ran away with this midway through the third quarter. 
And so in the fourth quarter, you started seeing some of your other guys. Isaiah Joe, very impressive. Eight, eight points in four minutes, four minutes and a quarter. All right, four minutes and a quarter. He got himself eight points, and he knocked out two threes. It, this this James Harden stuff is literally contagious. You got this one dude who brings this brand new rating energy to this team, and you got Isaiah Joe coming off the bench in some garbage time, putting up eight points in four minutes and 25 seconds. Truly incredible. Now, we did see Willie Cauley Stein for 425 as well. Uh, I just wanted to say this I'm really honestly shocked at the amount of Sixers fans, at, at how excited they were for Willie Cauley Stein to be part team like i just i just don't get it willie Cullen stein right has been in this league for a while I think he was part of demarcus cousins draft if i'm not mistaken i think they played together in kentucky and i just put the link in this in this in the uh, chat guys if you guys want to come in and give me guys your thoughts we will be letting people come in and in just a couple minutes so hang tight but you're more than welcome come in same same with you guys tiktok you're more than welcome to come on in and give me guys your thoughts on this on the sixers uh win here tonight but back to my willie Cully stein point I'm truly shocked at how how excited people were. Like, number one, this is a 10-day contract for a veteran player who got cut by the Dallas Mavericks, who, by the way, need bigs, right? And I, I go on Twitter, and the excitement for Willie Cully Stein got a whole no, got taken to a whole nother level when I see Sixers fans actually posting clips of Willie Cully Stein during his early days in Sacramento and the first season of Golden State. I mean, are we serious here? We're really trying to hype ourselves up for Willie Cully Stein. This is a 10-day contract, guys. Well, what, what, what is this? This is, Roy, this is Royal Ivory. Ivy. Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're getting excited over Willie Cully Stein. Yes, he was he was great in the in those pick and rolls back in, back when he was with Sacramento in his early days. And he had some athleticism, but he's old. Look, he's got what, not, what nine more days to kind of prove to what he's got. Well, we'll see. I'm not saying he can't make it, but I'm not getting all like people thought that this was the missing champion, the missing piece for a championship team. This dude might might be cut in 10 days. We're getting we're getting excited for Willie Cully Stein. Dios mio. Ay, Dios mio. That was that was def, definitely interesting. Now, my soda. Right? This, this is honestly not a terrible team. Um, they are, from my understanding, they are sixth in the uh, playoff hunt here. They now got bumped down to seventh, so they're in a playoff spot. They're in the playing part, but uh, I'm just truly in, it, like shocked. They have three quality players, right? Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and they also have uh, Anthony Edwards, who they drafted in the uh, in the, with the first overall pick last year. D'Angelo Russell's had a solid year with with uh, Minnesota. He's had a lot of 30-point games this year. He's been averaging about 20 points a game, just under 30, 20 points a game. Carl Anthony Towns averaging about 25. He not got 25 here tonight as well. Um, and Anthony Edwards, he's still got a lot of promise. He, he's definitely taken a step back this year than what he was last year in his rookie year. But this team, like it, I was just so astonished. Like Carl Anthony Towns, you can clearly tell, he was more concerned about his long life battle, his beef with Joel Embiid than winning the actual game. Like Joel Embiid is gonna have this advantage over Carl Anthony Towns because Carl Anthony Towns are does is more important about individual crap 
than actually winning the game. That's This is part of Joel Embiid's maturity. This is where we're at right now in 2022 with Joel Embiid. He's willing to do whatever it takes to win a championship. And Carl Anthony Towns is more concerned about being the best center in the NBA. And he starts coming up. Like a lot of his points tonight came in that fourth quarter. He's, he starts getting garbage time points like he's Blake Bortles with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I just don't get it because there is a lot of talent with Carl Anthony Towns. He hasn't been able to hone it. Like the stuff with Jimmy Butler was granted. He did not believe in him. He obviously did not believe in Andrew Wiggins, and that's why he lashed out like that. He took it a little too far, but you guys are getting the point. I love D'Angelo Russell, and there was a point where I would have done a trade with Minnesota for Ben Simmons, but I'm so glad that it didn't happen because I'm happy we got James Harden. I love D'Angelo Russell. I've always been a fan of D'Angelo. I'll always be a fan of D'Angelo, and I don't know if this is the best situation. He's continuing to mature. And then Edwards is a young kid. He's still got a lot, a bright future ahead of him. And I like uh, I like uh, Finch. I think he's a great coach. Comes from the Nick Nurse coaching tree, like I mentioned. But this this team is just the leadership. You got Carl Anthony Towns, by the way, is one of the biggest bitchers in the league. The man complains over everything, and and it's it's dramatic complaints. Like he's just throwing his body around. He's rolling his eyes around and around and around, like. And then you got, and, and then you got guys like Nas Reed doing the same crap off of a clear foul that he disagrees with. The leadership with this team it, it is the problem. There's talent. There is talent on this Minnesota Timberwolves team, but the leadership is just god freaking awful. And you can tell with the Sixers what's going on. You know, Kate, Kate mentioned about before the the trade, there was still a lot of good chemistry with the Philadelphia 76ers. But now with James Harden here, it feels as if. The, the chemistry got better. You can clearly tell that there's been a, a weight lifted off of everyone's shoulder. Ben Simmons and the play on the court was really dragging crap out. You bring in James Harden, who is so excited to be in this situation. And he, we know who James Harden is. He's added a different, a different energy to the Philadelphia 76ers. And it's been truly remarkable what we have been seeing here tonight. So, woo-wee! I'm excited, guys. Who's excited? Who's excited for Sixers basketball? Oh my God! Let's let's freaking get it! All right, guys, let's let's now go backstage and let's start bringing some uh, people on. So I'll give you guys a couple minutes. Let's let's talk some Sixers again. Reminder: This is Sixers talk, and the link is in the chat right now. If you guys want to hop on in, and same for TikTok. If y'all want to come on in, you can head to my YouTube channel. Link is in the bio. Make sure you guys subscribe and come on in, and we can talk some Sixers basketball. Let me know your thoughts on here tonight. All right, let's uh, let's first welcome on in my man. Nathan, Nathan, what is going on? Welcome to the Sixers game recap. What's going on, my man? What's up? How you feeling, man? How about would you watch the game? I watched a bit of it. it got boring because we were blowing them out. <laughs> you know, I'll say this too about about it as well. And, and I hope this isn't a trend with the Sixers. There was a lot of free throws being taken, and you know when there's a lot of free throws, that cuts into yeah. the flow of the game as well. And Listen, Joel and James are guys who are gonna give out a lot, so I have it's tough. Yeah, we might have to get used to this type of stuff, my man. And I'm not big on basketball, but I like it. So I like the Sixers, like they're my team. But like when it gets to playoffs, it like has to get going. They yeah, get going yeah. tonight, but they gotta continue it. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing is too, I think there's a lot of room for improvement with this team. Like they, this is this is game one, 
and they just routed the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are still in a playoff spot and were starting to feel themselves before the All-Star break. And yeah, they did play last night, so back-to-back can really fatigue them. But I think overall, like the, the Sixers team, they they did more than I anticipated. The, the ball movement I thought was still great, and you see how James Harden is putting his influence on on all these different players. Tyrese is putting up 28 points. Um, George's Niang is putting up shots <laughs> like he's Dirk Nowitzki. I don't even know what he's looking like, uh, but it's it, it just fun, man. It's it, it brings like a breath fresh of air. Now I know Nathan, you you are a Bills fan, but here like with within Philly sports. Like, you know, with the Eagles season kind of ending the way it did, the Flyers are just a crap team. We have a baseball lock. I don't know. Not everyone's into soccer like that, but this is it. This is what we're excited yep. about. We're, we're, we're all trying to grow our beards out. We're excited to watch this mother effort. We're, we're excited for Joel and his MVP campaign. It, it's just fun to watch, man. I think Joel's easily the best player in the NBA right now. I don't think it's a debate. He's the MVP, my man. I, I totally agree with you. He's he's got to be the MVP, and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens going forward. But I, I just don't know anyone who's playing uh, better than him, and and we'll see because there's a lot of talk of you know James Harden here. He takes a lot of the production away from Joel Embiid. But I mean, look in game one, this first game, it's clear Joel Embiid still got 34 points, and I think the best way for this team to function is you give Joel the first three quarters to kind of do his damage. Fourth quarter, let Harden take over and close out these games, man. I think that's going to be the recipe. And if that happens, MVP, MVP, MVP. Feel me? I think Joel needs Harden more than Harden needs Joel. Correct, correct. Um, James, uh, Joel, I'm sorry, talked about it after the uh, with uh, with who was it, Kate? Or no, 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 it was Amy with Amy. Uh, no, it was Kate with Kate Scott in their little after interviews after the game interviews. Um, and he was talking about how he that was the most open he's been in his career. And that's because James attracts so much attention. And now if you want to double team James Harden, you got Joel Embiid one on one in the post on a great uh one great one on one down in the post, and you know he's gonna do some work. And if you double team Joel, just pass it back to James Harden. He hits it for three, and then you still got three other guys out on the core who can do some damage. And tonight it was Tyrese, the third wheel. There might be games where it's Tobias Harris. Heck, who knows? Furkan might get into the action. Georges might get in the action. You never know with this. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I was on the bandwagon to trade Matisse. I preferred Seth Curry. I like Seth Curry more like for this team. But I wasn't mad that we traded Seth. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm I, honestly, Nathan, I was, I was with you. I was more of a Matisse guy. I'm sorry, I was more of the Seth guy. And I was willing to part ways with Matisse just because, like, we've seen, like, this team have an elite defense, and that didn't get us far. And I see what this league is doing now. I mean, like, you got to be able to score. You got to be able to, to space out the the uh, the court in this in this league in 2022. Um, so I was more willing to part with Matisse, but I, I think this worked out. I mean, James adds so much production, especially from the three. He's one of the most lethal threats from the three point line. And it, it's just a great partner. You had you you're going to do whatever it took besides parting away with those young guys because you know. Daryl did not want to get rid of him. So I, I think this worked out in the end. And and best of luck to Seth. I love Seth. Uh, it sucked to see him go. But, you know, we got it. We had to do what yep. we got to do, man. And Maxi, we keep Maxi on that deal. So great. Both Max and Matisse Seibel, you're set up for the future. Uh, look, I, I don't know about Matisse's offensive game. I'm leaning towards more. It's not going to develop for any, any, any more, really, or much more, I should say. Um, but look, his defense is, is, is an asset. It really is. It's really going to help us in the playoffs, but look, he's got to be able to put up more than five points a game. I mean, that's what his average is right now. He's averaging five points a game and we got, we need more than that. If he's going to, cause he's going to be, we're going to probably demand 
around 20, 25 minutes in the playoffs because of that defense. And it's kind of hard to rely on that when he's a liability on offense. But I agree, man. These these young kids are definitely going to have a bright future, especially Tyrese Maxey, man. Oof. Tyrese Maxey's really good. He's got those wheels, man. He's fast. Put him out on the football yeah. field. I don't think you'd be that good at football, though. <laughs> Probably not, man. It's a different. It's a different type of speed, man. When you're out on the on that turf, and then you're out on the it's court. It's like man. one play, and then in basketball, it's keep on going, 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 and then break. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Nathan, so you're gonna start watching some Sixers basketball? Yeah, I have been, but like, you got bored into the past week. I don't like the All Star Weekend. I don't like the dunk contest. The dunk contest. Interesting. It, I it's think they should. I, they should make it. I heard this on a podcast with my dad. He said they should do like a layup contest, like a year, and then go back to dunk contest. I mean, if you think about it, this game today, there's not much dunking going on anymore. Like back, back like like especially when I was growing up, I felt like that was the last of it. Like dunking was a big part of the game, but now, I mean, you go out on the basketball court, and, and you're obviously a little bit younger. Kids are grabbing yeah. the ball and shooting a three. They're not going to take a layup, or they're not going to take a, a short shot. They're they're trying to be like Steph, and they're they're trying to be like. Uh, like these three-point shooters these days, there's so many of them, and it's kind of what the game has turned into. So three-point contest was was really exciting this year, and it was crazy that Cat won it. But I heard bad, I heard negative results of the. Uh, I wasn't really crazy about the dunk contest either this year, but it kind of sucks too when you you know you got four guys who you really don't know, right? Or you got guys you yeah. don't really know because you don't. They're not really everyday starters. And you know, back day, you used to have Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins in in, in um slam dunk contest. Vince Carter was in one. Like you actually had actual NBA stars do these dunk contests, and now they just would rather sit back and watch. Which stinks. Like Jalen Green was the best star in that. My friend was watching it. And he's like, "Yeah, it's terrible." It, it is pretty bad, my man. It is pretty bad. Uh, but listen, Nathan, we're we're gonna hop off here, my man. I appreciate you checking on in, brother. You enjoy the rest of your night, and and, and let's go Sixers, right, man? Go Sixers. Let's go. Nathan checking on in. Great talking to him. Awesome stuff there. We got we got people hopping on here. We we got people who weren't even into the Sixers watching Sixers. I'm all here for that. I'm all here for that. What's up, TikTok? What's going on, guys? I didn't forget about you guys. Kazim's checking on in. What's going on? Barbie fan. Hey, what's happening? What's going on? What's happening? We got some union fans. Let's look at that. Excited. Let's go. What's up, soccer Vlad? What's going on? I like the profile pic. Got the beer going on. Let's get it. Let's get it. Mac Daddy Dimes, I appreciate you with the follow, brother. Thank you so much. Welcome to the family, my man. I will not be at the home opener. I I, I apologize. It's, we got a doubleheader tomorrow. I probably will not be at the home opener. Actually, I won't be at the home opener. Um, I want Okay, very nice. Okay, what's going on? What's up, Tommy? What's happening, brother? I like your profile pic. What's going on? We got PJ and... Here on YouTube, what's going on, PJ? What's happening? Look good, yeah, PJ. They look really good tonight. Hopefully, the union look even better tomorrow. Feel me? Getting hyped? Oh, you know me, PJ. You know how we do it here, brother. We know how we do it here. Let's go. What a great game here tonight by the Philadelphia 76ers. All right, guys. So next up, for our Philadelphia 76ers, guys, um, we will be in New York. We'll be at the Madison Square Garden, right? And we'll be facing off against the New York Knicks. That's going to be a uh, a one o'clock tip off on Sunday um, at the Garden. So we'll be right here. We'll be here after that one, recapping that, and uh, just a little bit of a preview for the uh, schedule these next couple of days. Tomorrow we will have our Philly Sports doubleheader. First up, the Flyers at twelve thirty. 
And we got the Philadelphia Union at one o'clock to start in their season. So we welcome in another sport here. Um, we'll see how it goes because usually soccer games are two hours long and hockey could be two and a half to three hours. Um, so if the union get done first, we'll probably get that done. We'll get that in. So if you guys are union fans, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And of course, if you're Flyers fans, make sure you stay tuned for that. And then of course, Sunday, we'll be here after the one o'clock game against the New York Knicks. And we'll be recapping that game as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that one as well. All right, guys, it's going to do it for today's game recap. Thank you so much for tuning on, and I really appreciate it. We'll start doing some more call-ins as well like that uh, for future games. Uh, Union and Flyers, if you guys want to do that tomorrow, we can definitely do that as well. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel, and, of course, make sure you guys are subscribed to Oint Philly Sports. You can watch these on in podcast form wherever you stream podcasts as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys. Let's go Sixers. We got James Harden, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it.